and welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Anuwin. So we are in episode three of our first series, Mastering Your Magic. In the first episode, we looked at the importance of knowing yourself and actually knowing yourself, not what you think you should do, not what other people expect you to do, not what society, family, culture, religion expect, even demand of you, but actually who you are, of knowing yourself. In the second episode, we looked at cleansing and boundaries, because once you know yourself, We then need to get into the habit of routinely cleansing our energy to make sure we don't fall back into bad habits, to make sure we don't fall back into patterns of letting everyone else tell us what we should be doing and how to enforce those boundaries. That's a really, really important episode to like, if you ever find yourself making a decision, taking three steps forward and then two steps back, go back and listen to cleansing and boundaries. And today we're going to build on those two episodes with the direction of desire, becoming intentional in your magic. Intention is more than just a thought. It's like planting that seed for the direction of travel. It's a powerful energetic force in magic. You know, people often talk about, oh my gosh, that person's got like a an iron will. And it's like, because they're so intentional, they know exactly what they're doing. And that intention just allows us to cut through the noise of everything else. Now, of course, it goes without saying that just because you set an intention doesn't mean that it's going to happen and it doesn't mean it's going to happen quickly. There are greater forces at work. Hello, systems around us. Um, Societal expectations, um, just depending where you live in the world, depending on like your, your situation, your circumstances. A lot of those things can feel like, oh my gosh, how do I even begin to move through that? Well, we can just start by calling back our power and setting our intention. doesn't matter whether that intention is small, like magical knickers. That's why I called my book Magical Knickers, reminding us of the power of intention. Or it doesn't matter if your intention is something that seems completely out of reach. The, important, the importance of intention is that it acts as a compass that directs our desires. It reminds us of what's important. It's so easy, going back to the energetic cleansing, to get wrapped up in the noise of everyone else's judgments, everyone else's expectations, what they want from you, the to-do list, things getting busier, noisier, louder, more demands on your time, that we we get lost. We end up being like a ball of string unravelling with our energy all over the place. When actually, if we just took a moment to take a breath, to put our hand on our heart, to choose our magical knickers, it just brings us back to our own centre and gives us a moment where we can connect to our intentions. Like I said, it's more than just a thought, but it's a powerful energetic force in your life and in magic. And it's that seed, when we plant those seeds of intention, from which all other magical manifestations manifestations grow. When I first started practicing kinesiology 20 something years ago, one of the things, you know, that I talked about last week or in our in episode 2 was the power of like that absolute intentionality with my energy that I'm not picking up anyone else's stuff. Um 
And that's the power of intention. <laughs> it kind of acts like a force field maintaining what it is that we want. In fact, what the, the image that just came to mind is like, you know, if you ever um, plant something in the garden and you put like a little um, like covering around it to protect it from the rabbits nibbling it or the slugs trying to eat it. It's like, that's what our intention does. It just gives us that extra barrier to say, yes, this is what is important to me. Uh, but it's the seed. It's that first part of like putting that stake in the ground and saying, this is actually what's important for me. This is what I am choosing for me. Now, when we maybe share that with other people, when other people hear what we're doing or what we're planning, they may put their thoughts, opinions, feelings on top of that. And it might feel a little bit buried. But with that cleansing that we spoke about last time, it's like, well, we can shake off all of that dirt from other people and come back to our own, you know, back into our own centre and what is important to us. So where, what are your intentions right now? Do you have an intention for the day, for the week, for the rest of the month, for the year ahead? Do you have an intention for the next five years? There isn't, like, if you don't have one, it's not wrong. But if you do have one, it makes life and decision making so much easier because you can just ask yourself, is this aligned with where I'm going? So the thing about intentions, they can be as varied as you are. Um, it might be an intention to achieve something in particular, but it could be an intention to experience more of something. So maybe you want to write a book, change a job, start a family, have a relationship. But equally, perhaps you just want to feel more connected to yourself. Perhaps you want to feel more an awe and wonder in your life. What would your intention be right now? What's the one that's most important to you? Because they allow us to serve as a compass that directs our desires and steers our magic, our energy towards the realisation of that intention. It's more than just a wish or a desire. This is something that we take action on. It's harnessing all of the energy. It's like making a decision. And we sometimes struggle with decisions. And if you think about the root of the word decision comes from the word to cut. Because when we make that decision, when we set that intention, we cut off all other possibilities for that moment. Doesn't mean we can't go back to them. Doesn't mean we can't regroup and change our mind. But we cast a, like um, a channel in front of us going, this is where I want my time, my energy, my finances and all of my other resources to be aligned with this one outcome. Okay. And so when you make decisions, you might decide like this one decision is so important to me. So perhaps you want your intention is to experience more peace and someone asks you to do something for them and it's on your one day off and you can say no, because actually that's going to disrupt your peace. Now, you might have to go through the discomfort of their disappointment, which you might think, oh, that's not going to bring me peace because they're going to feel like disappointed and that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. However, once you have overcome that momentary discomfort, you then have the day to be to experience more peace. You may not want to have a difficult conversation with someone, 
but you want to experience more peace in your life. So you know, instead of holding it in your head, going, oh my gosh, I need to have that conversation, but I really don't want to. It's going to be really uncomfortable and, 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 and. By just having that conversation, even if it means getting support from like family or friends or getting coaching around how to have the conversation, whether it means writing a letter, scripting it, doing what you need to support yourself, but having the conversation clears the air, it draws a line and then you are free and you can experience more peace. So intentions aren't always about, you know, things being like the easiest path, but they are about saying, I want this enough that I'm going to do what it takes to make it happen. And I think that's something that's really important, actually. Um, We can have intentions that are very big. Like, for example, maybe you want to write a book and you're like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And then you don't write the book because your family needs you, work's got busy, the summer holidays are here, you've got poorly, all of these other things that can stop you from doing what it is that you actually really want to do. And it's not that your intention is wrong, because if you are doing all of the other things but the thing that you intend to do, you do have to ask yourself the question, do you really want it? Do you want it enough to make it happen? Are you wishing it rather than actually wanting to act act on it? Now, if life is pulling you in all other directions and you cannot genuinely get to write that book, a chapter of the book, a page of the book, a line of the book, to even like start sketching out what it is you want to talk about about the book, that's okay. Maybe that intention isn't the right intention for right now. And perhaps what your intention could be in that moment is to get well, get better, you know, is to um, nourish and support the family. It, you know, whatever it is that's in that moment, perhaps that is the priority intention. And writing the book is an intention that you might pick up in two weeks' time, in a month's time, in two years' time. It doesn't make it wrong, but sometimes I see people setting intentions when their circumstances of the moment don't align or don't support that intention. And so what they end up doing is they have this intention that they genuinely want, but they can't make happen. And so then they just feel down on themselves and they beat themselves up and then they feel like a failure when actually they just had the wrong intention at the wrong time. It doesn't mean that you can like, oh yeah, that intention, I'd love to write a book in the next five years. I know that sounds awful, doesn't it? It's like, we we have to wait longer than one day for Amazon delivery. It's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> do I have to wait? We want things done quick. We want the dopamine hit. We want that adrenaline hit. We want that the high of going, yes, I've done it. Rather than going, oh yeah, sometimes things just take time. So if there's any intention right now where you feel like you're beating yourself up, you feel like you could try harder or you're not, you know, you're failing. It's like, just recheck in with you. Is it the right intention? Because apart from it maybe being the wrong time for that intention, also you have to ask yourself, do you actually want it? You know, going back to our first episode, is this really your intention or are you doing it because you think you should? Perhaps you have a job and you're like, oh, I've kind of plateaued in my job right now. I have to go for a promotion. 
But maybe you don't want the promotion. Maybe you don't want the extra responsibility. Maybe you've become a victim of your own success where you're like, oh, I'm so good at this. This is like what I should do next. But maybe you want a complete career change. And obviously, I know that's not as simple as as those a few little words I just said, but maybe you're like, oh, perhaps I could start training. Perhaps I could start taking on different roles at work to give me new skill sets so that you can sidestep into something different but fairly similar, something that maybe feels more rewarding to you. So what are your intentions and are they yours? Um, like I say, because often if an intention isn't being met, it's not aligning with your own dreams and desires. Or if it is aligning with your own dreams and desires, it's just the wrong time. And so when you can say, oh yeah, I quit that one, or I'm putting that one on the back burner, I'm going to pick it up at another time, it then frees you up to actually focus on what is truly important to you in that moment. So like I said, do you have an intention for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year ahead, for five years ahead? Obviously, you don't need all of those. But when you do have that intentionality, it just makes everything so much easier because you know what direction you are heading in. You know when you are looking at investing in something, when you are looking at where you spend your time, you can ask yourself, is is that aligned with my intention right now? Or is there something I need to do to bring it into alignment? Okay. And as I as I often say, look at your bank balance, look at your calendar. Though where you spend your money doesn't lie on what your priorities are. And look at your calendar, where you spend your time doesn't lie about your current priorities. It's all very well and good saying, I want to get fit. I'm purchasing that gym membership. Brilliant. You've got your gym membership. Are you actually going? Does your calendar show you going? Um, Or other things. Perhaps you've bought a training, but you haven't actually seen it through. Um, (laughs) Like me, I have a whole shelf full of books that I intend to read, (laughs) but they're not a priority right now because I haven't. Um, (laughs) So where is your time, your money, your energy going? And is that aligned with the things that are important to you right now? So where are your intentions? So our intentions are usually fueled by our desire, which goes back to knowing yourself. Can you see there's a bit of a theme? So what are your desires right now? you have that fuel, you have that passion, you have that desire, then that creates our intention. And then from our intentions, we act. So this is the natural way that things go. It's like when things aren't working out for us, usually one of those areas is not in alignment for us. So when we have, when we're connected to our desires, when we know what's important to us, what matters to us, what we want to accomplish in the world, we can then use that to channel our desires into purposeful action. So purposeful doesn't mean we have to save the world, although no doubt some of you will. (laughs) In fact, all of us will by contributing our parts to the world. But it's like, what gives your day purpose and meaning? Where do you find a sense of purpose? Because if you can bring purpose and desire into your intention, you know that you're on the right track because they give us that sense of direction. They, an intention, even for something, 
um, like if you were meeting a friend or if you were creating a ritual or hosting a dinner party or anything, when you can bring intention to the small things in life, it brings so much more meaning and fulfillment. It allows you to really get clear on the outcome you want to achieve. So you could even get intentional on your night's sleep. So you decide that your sleep is a bit ropey at the moment and I really want to get intentional good night's sleep. So you could just go, oh yeah, I'm tired, I'm not sleeping very well and you just carry on doing the same thing all the time. Or you could say to yourself, do you know, I'm having really rubbish sleep right now. I need to get some really good sleep hygiene. And you do some research or you talk to some people or you just feel into intuitively what feels good for you. And it might be that, oh, do you know what? I need to stop um, watching my phone or, you know, watching films or something before, you know, an hour before bed. And you need to have like a warm bath or a warm shower to, to, because apparently having a warm bath or shower raises your core temperature and then when you get into bed and it cools down it helps you go to sleep quicker so perhaps you're like oh I'm going to try something like that I'm going to try it for a week perhaps you're going to try blackout curtains or wearing a little um, eye mask on you perhaps you'll try a weighted blanket perhaps you'll try something as like chamomile tea even though I think that stuff is disgusting but I'm sure there are many many people out there that think it's delicious um (laughs) And it's like, what is it that you could do to bring more intention to your evening? Perhaps you're going to do an evening journaling routine. You could light a candle, put soft lighting on, listen to some favourite music, listen to um, a story um, on an audiobook or something like that. That's going to calm your system down. Perhaps you'll keep a little journal next to your bed to note down any dreams that you have. And your intention is to create an environment that is going to help your sleep. Okay. And then you try that. Can you see how much more powerful and how much more magical that is than just going, oh, I can't sleep very well. I hope I get a good night's sleep tonight. When you're having friends over, you're having dinner or a dinner party, you can set the intention for what you want that party to have. Maybe it's about deep, meaningful conversations. Perhaps it's about fun and partying. Perhaps it's about uh gathering perhaps it's about honoring someone's birthday anniversary whatever's going on in their life and set that intention because then you can bring in colors sounds fragrances food setting up the table inside outside um, you know getting it catered it's whatever feels aligned for your intention and when we start doing those things even if it's like I i find myself doing this quite a bit with my little boy it's like, it's very easy for me to be busy and him want to show me something. And I'm like, no, no, hang on a minute. I want to be present. So, you know, my intention is to be present. Not all the time, obviously. <laughs> if anyone's worked the one out, let me know. Um, but I, you know, I know what he needs to feel loved from me. I know what his love language is. And I know what it's like when I am present with him. And so I can be intentional to create that relationship for us to create experiences around that and so yes it's nice to have the intentions of like this is what I want for the rest of my life or this is how I want to experience my days but there are moments of every day where we can bring intention for example of course our morning shower our morning routine like have that intention to cleanse away all of the debris 
and that we step into that shower, that shower goes from becoming something that's like, you know, nice and hygienic and refreshing to something that is like energetically and magically nourishing and, you know, revitalizing for us just by shifting our intention. Never underestimate the power of intention. Even if you don't get exactly what you want by the end of it, you're going to be so much closer than if you had nothing. It's kind of like setting an anchor. If you have that intention, you might bob around all over the place. (laughs) You might go like, you know, two metres to the left or 10 metres to the right, but you're still going to be anchored in what it is that you want. So if if you go off course, you know how to come back to centre because you have that anchor just like bringing you back in again. So when life goes crazy and you've got turbulence and the waves, it might feel like you're drifting away from your intention, but your intention is always there anchoring you. So when it calms, you find yourself far more aligned with that. Okay, so it's really easy to go off track from our intentions. Like I say all the time, life. <laughs> life is there. Uh, you know, if you, your families, children, jobs, careers, friends, oh, the whole thing. And that's before we start looking at society and industry and all of the things they want for us or from us. But that's why it's so important to have your own roots to come back to. And the other thing to remember is on the days it's, it's so unfair this, but on the days when we're feeling run down, the days when we're not feeling at our best, the days when we're having health flare ups, the days when you're just like just snivelling with a hay fever or a cold or whatever it is, or you just find yourself with a headache and you're not feeling at your best. It can feel like we are drifting away from our intentions, or that we don't have time or we don't have energy and we certainly don't have the resources to be able to do that in that moment. Give yourself the grace just to go, it's okay. It's okay. Your intentions are not about doing, 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 achieving, 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 achieving. They are more like that, like, well, just like that anchor, just holding you, not going anywhere, just waiting for you to come back to it. It's not blaming you. It's not shaming you. It's not doing anything untoward. It's just saying, when you're ready, I'm back here. So on those days, when you feel less than your best self and you feel like everything's gone out of the window, let it. Let yourself go out of the... Well, actually, don't let yourself go out the window at all. That's a terrible thing to say. But you know, let yourself fall to pieces. Cry, give up, swear, mutter, mumble, you know, moan about all the things. Feel sorry for yourself. Let yourself feel those feelings if that is how you feel in that moment. Because by acknowledging them, they will move so much faster. They will move through you so much faster. What you, what, what, I, <laughs> what I won't allow you to do, of course, you can do exactly what you want, but don't dwell in them. They're feelings. They are emotions. They are energy in motions. Let them pass through you. We spend so much time blaming and shaming ourselves for ha- for being human, for needing rest, for becoming ill, for just needing some downtime, for not wanting to be producing, producing, producing all the time that when we need that time, we can feel really bad for it. And it's like, no, give it to yourself. Give it to yourself with grace. Do what it is that you need. Get yourself comfortable. Do the things that you know that make you feel good, whether that's binging on Netflix, whether that's eating chocolate cake. It doesn't matter. But let yourself have that moment. But let them be moments. Don't let, don't let like that one 
bad day or couple of bad days or bad week make you feel that you're a bad person. It's like when you think of that moment in the whole of your life, it really is inconsequential. So don't let those those moments derail you completely. Just go, okay, that's it. I'm going to feel this feeling for a day, a couple of hours, whatever it is that you need. Again, you're being intentional. You are saying, it's okay to be human. It's okay to have this vast array of emotions. It's okay to change my mind. It's okay to quit. All of those things are okay when they are done from a place of honouring you. It's not okay to quit just because it got hard, but it's okay to quit because it got hard because it's the wrong thing for you to be doing. Yeah, It's not okay to quit if it's hard, but actually you know it's hard because it's a new skill you're learning and you're going to become more resilient and that's actually what you really want to do. Well, that's that's a good kind of hard. But it's okay, but it's not okay if it's hard and you're just, it's like sapping the life and energy out of you. You just can't see a way out of it and you just don't know what to do. Well, quit. Yeah. Life is sometimes hard and sometimes that's a good hard and sometimes it's a terrible hard. You have to know what's right for you by getting clear on your desires, by getting clear on actually who you are and what's important to you. And so this is where when we know our intentions, we can, you know, we can have moments of going, this sucks, I'm never doing it again, knowing full well that the next day we're going to dust ourselves off and have another go. But if you're dusting yourself off, having another go, and it's just draining, 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 draining you, well, perhaps maybe you actually need to quit for good on whatever that may be. Yeah. Because actually that's not aligned with your intentions, your intentions for life, your intentions for how you want to experience, you know, the life that you have. So it is really important to get intentional, but not rigid. Be intentional of what you want to do, what you want to experience, but not so, you know, it's intention isn't something to bash yourself over the head with if things don't feel like they're going in the right direction. So ways to help you stay aligned with your intention are just the real simple things in the world. Things like visualisation. Um, I wrote about this in my book, actually, Magical Knickers. It's like if you want to run a marathon, you can't just visualise yourself running through the finish line. That's fun. That's joyous. It's like, woohoo, let's go. Maybe you even want to imagine yourself winning the marathon. And that is important. Absolutely. Where intention comes into play, it's like, yes, the intention is to win the marathon, but our intention takes that desire of winning the marathon and it puts the pieces in place. It gives us the stepping stones and you need to be visualising getting up at five or six o'clock in the morning to go for a run before work. You need to be visualising tying your shoelaces in the rain. You need to be visualising putting the practice in. So although that doesn't sound very exciting or sexy, on the days when it is raining, on the days when your alarm clock goes off early so you can get a run in before work to get the practice done, you're like, oh yeah, I prepared for this. I'm ready. This is the action I know I'm taking. This is because I know that running that marathon is so important to me, whether it's, you know, for a charity that you're running through, whether it's for your own personal goals, it doesn't matter. But this is your, this is your desire to run a marathon. Your intention is to run that marathon. Maybe, you know, 
without feeling absolutely awful at the end of it as a thing of enjoyment, as a real experience for you to look back on, a memory to cherish. And you're like, okay, to do that, I'm going to need to get fitter. Gonna have to look after my nutrition. I'm gonna have to sleep well. I'm gonna have to recover well. I'm gonna have to make sure I've got the right shoes and like they're fitting well. I'm gonna have to know how to manage blisters and plasters and like fend off dehydration. All of those things that brings your intention to life. And it's like, are you prepared to do that? Because if you are, brilliant, keep going. If you're not, go. Oh, actually, that was a nice dream, but I don't really want it. I haven't got like the the energy and the intention behind to do all of those things that I really want, you know, all of those things I'd have to do so that I could finish the marathon and, you know, like maybe even enjoy it too, <laughs> or at least enjoy it afterwards. So um, you could say affirmations, you know, we've talked about affirmations before to just reinforce, to anchor in why why you're doing what you're doing, why you're getting up at five o'clock in the morning when you could be snuggled in bed. And it's like you're saying your affirmation to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. You know, perhaps you have a job interview and all your friends are going out to a new restaurant the night before the job interview and you're saying no, because actually you want to be the best you can be for the interview the next day, rather than feeling maybe a little bit tired. Um, or maybe going out with your friends the day before is the perfect thing because it's going to take your mind off it and you won't be like spending the whole night working yourself up and being anxious. You know you. What is it that you need so thinking about visualisation, thinking about affirmations to really anchor all of that in. And of course, don't forget to choose your magical knickers. When you wake up in the morning, how do you want to feel for the rest of the day? What are your intentions for that day? What do you want to have achieved by the end of the day? All of those are our intentions. You choose the knickers that reflect your intention for the day. And that way, Every time you see your knickers, you become aware of them. You're like, oh yeah, this is what I'm working on today. So even if you've just had a disagreement with someone, even if you got splashed by a car as you're walking down the pavement, even if something happened that you weren't expecting or anticipating or didn't want to happen, and you can like derail yourself and find yourself, you know, our brains are clever, aren't they? <laughs> they are chief storytellers and creating stories that lead us down paths where we don't want to go. And then you see your knickers and you're like, oh yeah, actually, this is what was important to me today. And it just cuts through the noise, the visualisation, the affirmations you have to remember to do. You're already wearing your knickers. You don't have to do anything else. You just notice them and you're like, oh yeah, this is what I was doing. Or of course, not wearing your knickers because perhaps maybe that day you wanted to experience more freedom. It's entirely up to you. But it brings us back into alignment and intention with the things that are important to us. And that's one of the beautiful things about intention. It just cuts through the noise when we do derail ourselves, which happens it just brings us back to centre to go, actually, don't forget, this is as important. This is the thing that's important to you. Okay, so you can bring intention into every aspect of your life, but you don't have to overwhelm yourself with it. So you might just decide to set an intention for the day. I want to feel more of this feeling throughout the day. And then every time you're doing something, just bring that intention. So perhaps you want to um, experience more connection or love throughout the day. 
or every time you have an interaction with a person or with a pet, it's like come from that place of love, of creating connection, which means being present, which means listening to what that person's saying, which means communicating with them, you know, if it's appropriate to be hugging them, you know, or whatever it is, and bring that intention. Even when you're doing something like the dishes, bring love to your dishes. Thank your dishes for feeding you nourishing food as you're washing them. Just imagine them becoming all shiny and gleamy and you're just washing away anything that prevents you from, you know, being nourished by the food that these plates, um, cutlery feed you and serve you. And so you can even bring love to that, like the perfect temperature water and some lovely smelling, um, you know, washing up liquid. We can bring love to the most mundane things in our everyday world everything you do, you can start bringing an intention to. And it just makes you remember that you do have control over some aspects of your life. Maybe not all of it, maybe not as much as you would like, but you you can bring intention to the things that you're going to do anyway. You're going to have a shower. Well, bring some intention to it. To feel revitalised, to feel nourished, to energetically cleanse your body. You're going to put your knickers on anyway, or not. Um, (laughs) So you may as well put some intentional knickers on, your magical knickers, to reflect the intention you want to experience for the rest of the day. You're going to go to work. You may or may not love work, but you you can do things to make your experience of it all, all the more nourishing for you even in fact it's probably more important even if you don't like something that you have to do to be intentional to get through the event the activity the day neutral rather than exhausted is a hundred percent better than like worrying about something and then just feeling awful about it whether that means like energetically protecting yourself whether that means just making yourself feel full whether that means Um, doing things to nourish yourself after the event so that you can come back to a neutral state it doesn't matter but it comes back to you knowing you and being intentional about how you want to experience the thing and then of course if we look at more of your magical your spiritual self it's things like the spells that you're working with the rituals that you're performing the divination that you're doing the journaling that you're writing about set your intentions um bring your intentions in because as we say when your intention is clear it means that intention creates a channel your energy can flow clearly down that channel so when you're doing a magical practice or more something more mundane it's like you're creating a channel to say this is what I want to do this is the outcome I'm looking for and so that clarity of intention is more likely to bring a clarity of result for you, particularly in the magical world. Whereas if you're like, oh yeah, I'm just not really sure, I don't really mind. Well, then anything could happen. (laughs) So when we have clear energy, clear intention, we get clear results. So if you're like asking um, a question about on divination and you are clear in the intention that you want to ask a question about a particular relationship and what you might not be seeing in that relationship because it's feeling a bit wonky, well, then you're going to get a very clear answer. But if you're like, oh yeah, give me a card about my relationship. Well, you might end up with a card that is saying, um, I don't know, like the, I use the women's runes a lot. You might get 
tell me about my relationship. And I pull the labrys and I might be like, oh no, I have to cut that relationship out. But actually, if I was to ask the question like, oh, something feels like wrong in my relationship right now. I really want clarity on like the next steps of this relationship. Having that same labrys it's about having your own way in the world, saying yes and saying no. So I might start going, oh, hang on a minute. Are my boundaries in place? Am I taking advantage of my partner's boundaries? Are they taking advantage of mine? Where do we need to have clear communication? And suddenly the whole context of that reading is completely different. So having that intention is really important. Before you have a conversation with someone, if it's an important conversation, have an idea of what's the intention of that conversation. You can't control the outcome, but you can set the intention. And it might be to have clear, respectful dialogue. It might be to clear the air about something. But when we set the intention, we create that path and you're much more likely to get the outcome that serves everybody involved rather than trying to force and manipulate down one particular route. Because sometimes we can set the intention and if we're not clear, (laughs) we can end up somewhere else. And when we look back at what we asked for, we're like, oh yeah, I did get what I asked for, just not quite not quite the way that I wanted. It's kind of like going, oh, I really need some rest. And then you twist your ankle and you can't go to work. Well, you're getting the rest, but you're also getting the discomfort of the ankle. Whereas actually you could have just asked for the day off, which would have been better all around. So be very mindful of your language, but the intention is very important. So after all of this conversation about align, um, att- intentions, what intentions do you need to change? Where do you need to be more intentional? Perhaps it's with a relationship that's feeling a little bit rocky at the moment. Perhaps it's being more intentional with like, maybe you found yourself really feeling down and frustrated with work. Well, how could you, how could you bring your intention back? That intention could be to um, change your mindset about the way that you see work, or it could be to leave. And then you start putting a plan together to leave. But having that intention allows you to take back control of the power. And instead of feeling like, oh my God, I hate work. It's awful. Suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I don't like work, but what I do like is this, this and this. And I can focus on this. And actually that one piece I don't like, maybe I could do something else about that piece. Or you can go, do you know what? I'm never going to like that job. It's time for me to start looking for something else and create an exit plan for myself. But either way, you bring your power back to you. So intentions, a vital role in the in the ability to live a fulfilling life and definitely a, a very important role to have successful magic as in to create the change that you actually desire. I'd love if you are listening on Spotify in the comments. I love that Spotify can do this. I think you can only do it from your your phone or your devices though. Um, put a comment. What is it that you took away from this and what intentions are you changing? If you're listening from the Pinch of Magic app, again, put your comments in the app. Share with us what is it that you are, what are you, where could you bring more intention to your life? What activities could you do? Maybe it's like the minuscule daily things, choosing your knickers how you're going to feel through the day. Or maybe it is a big ambitious intention, which one feels the most aligned for you. 
And of course, if you're in our community, come and share in our community. All of these places for you to come and share. Um, but I hope if nothing else, you feel more inspired just to bring more intention to your life. And like I say, it doesn't have to be onerous. You don't have to do it on all of the things, but pick one area of your life right now, somewhere that kind of feels average at best. And it's like, you can just lift that up just by bringing a little bit more intention to that. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Next time, we are focusing on your magical gifts, identifying and owning your magical gifts. So we've set the scene, the importance of knowing yourself. We know how to set clear boundaries, how to cleanse your energy. We now know the importance of being intentional and the little things and the big things so that now when you start to own your magical gifts, not only are they your magical gifts, but the energy is clear and aligned focused and moving in the right direction. So do let me know um, what you enjoyed about this exercise and where you are refining, redefining <laughs> your um, your intentions. So thank you for joining me. I will speak to you again very soon. <laughs>